sushi. Rain Man. Charlie Babbitt's Lamborghinis have been seized by the Environmental Protection Agency. Mr. Wyatt needs his money by 5:30 p.m. Charlie's employee Lenny falsifies that the cars have passed their emissions tests. Charlie's about to make $75,000. Charlie's father's died. Charlie finds his father's limited edition 1949 Buick Roadmaster convertible. Charlie's father's only two loves were his car and his roses. When he took the Buick out without permission in 10th grade, his father reported it stolen. Charlie was left at the police station for 2 days. That was the last time Charlie saw his father. Charlie inherits the Buick convertible and the roses. An unnamed beneficiary receives 3 million dollars. This person lives at a Woolbrook hospital. Dr. Bruner there knew Charlie's dad very well. But Bruner can't name the beneficiary. Raymond Babbitt has joined Charlie's girlfriend Susanna in the Buick. Raymond says he drove it a week ago last Saturday. Charlie removes Raymond, who inadvertently says the seats were originally brown leather. Charlie recognizes this observation. Raymond says his dad's Sandford Babbitt, giving Charlie's childhood address. Charlie asks about Raymond's mother, Eleanor Babbitt. Bruna says Raymond's Charlie's brother. Raymond's an autistic savant. There are dangers everywhere for him. His routines and rituals protect him. Any break from these is terrifying. Raymond gets nervous when Charlie visits his room and starts saying who's on first by Abbott and Costello. Charlie removes a book and Ray has an emotional outburst. Charlie understands Raymond's read all the stories in the book Charlie has, but Raymond doesn't know if he's read the book. Raymond asks Susanna if she's taking prescription medication. Evidence of attraction. Charlie suggests they go see a Dodgers game together. Raymond says the Dodgers aren't playing that day. Even so, Raymond agrees to go with his brother to LA. Charlie books them into a suite. Dinner's usually at 6:30 p.m. Raymond must return to Warbrook. looking forward to tapioca pudding he'll be bookless so charlie gives raymond the phone book he soon starts reading it susanna wants to return raymond to warbrook wheel of fortune comes on and raymond repeats all the build up his chair and desk are perfectly positioned Charlie says he's angry with his father so he's taken Raymond who inherited 3 million dollars 
Charlie wants to keep Raymond till he gets his half. Susanna says Charlie uses people like Raymond and her. She leaves. Next morning, Sally Dibbs is their waitress. Raymond says her phone number. He's read the phone book as far as G. Raymond has no toothpicks or maple syrup, which must be on the table before the pancakes. Raymond gets upset. Charlie grabs Raymond by the neck. There's a serious injury list under Charlie's name. He's on number 18. Raymond writes Charlie squeezed and pulled and hurt his neck in 1988. Charlie tells Dr. Bruner he wants one and a half million dollars in exchange for Raymond. Raymond needs a new toothpick. Sally Dibbs drops toothpicks onto the floor and Raymond accurately sees 246. Charlie says he'll be at LAX in three hours. Raymond quotes dates of historic airline disasters. Each airline Charlie suggests has at some point crashed, except Qantas. This would involve flying to Australia and back. When Charlie manhandles Raymond, he has an emotional outburst. Three hours flying will take three days driving. Jeopardy's on at five o'clock. That night, there's a traffic jam. On foot, Raymond wants to leave the highway. Raymond says, who's on first? On a smaller road, Charlie collects Raymond again. Raymond never goes outside when it rains. Wednesday's fish sticks, followed by green lime jelly. Next day, the sun's shining. Raymond boasts about his driving abilities, then lunges at the steering wheel, swerving the car. While Charlie finds a psychiatrist, Raymond wanders into the middle of the road, taking literally a don't walk sign. Charlie rescues Raymond, who moans about his underwear. The psychiatrist asks if Raymond has any special abilities. Using a calculator, the doctor gives Raymond some mathematics tests, and Raymond gets them all right. But Raymond thinks a candy bar and a new car both cost about a hundred dollars. Charlie takes Raymond's pen and book to jot down new EPA requirements. Wapner, in 12 minutes time. Raymond starts hitting the glass. Charlie wants to finesse the owners of a desolate farmhouse so they can watch Wapner. One minute to go. Raymond's getting worse. The large family reluctantly watches People's Court. Charlie calls about his cars and Raymond makes fastidious notes on the TV show. 
Charlie's credit card is rejected. Raymond says who's on first. Charlie's got Raymond's apple juice, pens and paper out on the table, plus 12 cheese balls and tartar control toothpaste. Raymond thinks Charlie says Rain Man. Charlie was trying to say Raymond and it came out Rain Man. Raymond tells his brother he lived with them. Raymond left January 21st, 1935. It was a Thursday, very snowy out. Just after their mum died, Charlie was in the window waving goodbye to Rain Man. Raymond starts singing the song he used to sing. Charlie turns on the bath taps and Raymond has an emotional outburst. They put Raymond in Warbrook because they thought he'd hurt Charlie. Raymond's interested in the tabletop jukebox. He says the song playing's number J7. Charlie tests Raymond who gets every question right. Charlie throws playing cards face up on the car bonnet. Raymond watches. When asked which cards Charlie has left, Raymond's spot on. They head to Las Vegas. Tens and picture cards are good for them. Bet one if it's bad, two if it's good. Never show your counting cards. Charlie pawns his gold watch. They buy matching suits. Raymond's pile of chips quickly grows. Overall, they've won $86,500. Charlie's free and clear. Iris joins Raymond. He says they've been counting cards. But when he asks if she takes any prescription medication, she leaves. Raymond mistakenly understands that they have a date at 10 o'clock that evening. He calls Iris very sparkly. He comments that his suit isn't Kmart. Charlie tells Raymond, Kmart sucks. From their suite, Raymond says Las Vegas is very sparkly, very twinkly. His date is at 10 and he must learn to dance. After a successful lesson, Charlie hugs Raymond, who has an emotional outburst. Then Susanna arrives. Six minutes till his date. He says Iris is a sparkly woman who looks like a holiday, but she doesn't show. Raymond and Susanna get in the lift. She presses the hold button, wanting Raymond to dance with her. They even kiss. He says it was wet and raises concerns over the lift. As a treat, Raymond's allowed to drive the Buick around slowly. 
Dr. Bruner hands Charlie a check for $250,000. In exchange, Charlie will disappear. It's not about the money for Charlie now. It's that he wasn't told he had a brother. Raymond makes waffles. Thick smoke from the grill triggers the fire alarm. Charlie rushes in to help and destroys the fire alarm. Raymond calms down, speaking about Vern, his main man from the hospital, V-E-R-N. Charlie asks Raymond what kind of pancakes he'd like. Raymond reminds Charlie the maple syrup must already be on the table. Charlie shows the syrup, saying ta-da! Raymond laughs, saying Charlie Babbitt made a joke. At the hearing, Dr. Marston says Warbrook's one of the finest institutions in the country, and that Dr. Bruner is a very respected professional. Marston asks Raymond what happened the past week. They counted cards in Las Vegas. He danced with Charlie Babbitt. He kissed Susanna in an elevator. And Charlie let him drive a car. Dr. Marston asks if Raymond had any emotional outbursts. One was because he didn't want to fly and his last one happened that morning. Charlie's angry because he discovers he has a brother, then straight away he should try and forget that. Dr. Bruner says Charlie should have had professional guidance before he spent so much time alone with Raymond. Bruner says Charlie took Raymond and wanted to trade him for $1.5 million. Initially, Raymond was only his brother in name, but when they had pancakes together, Charlie says they made a connection. Raymond tells Marston he wants to stay with Charlie and also to return to Walbrook. Charlie doesn't like Raymond being humiliated. Raymond says stay back at Walbrook with Charlie Babbitt. Charlie says the questions have stopped. Charlie's Raymond's main man. Raymond softly leans his head against Charlie's head in silence. Raymond spells out C-H-A-R-L-I-E, his main man. At the station, Raymond tells Dr. Bruner, Kmart sucks. Charlie gives Raymond his bag containing cheese balls, apple juice, notebooks, pens and his who's on first video. Raymond calls it a very shiny train. Charlie says he'll visit in two weeks. Raymond easily puts this in terms of minutes, then seconds. Raymond boards the train. He tells Charlie, one for bad, two for good. Raymond says three minutes till Wapner. Charlie says he'll make it. 
starring Dustin Hoffman, Tom Cruise, Valeria Golino, rated 15, directed by Barry Levinson, released in the UK 1988, runtime 2 hours 13 minutes. <laughs>